And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Although, actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Money Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amare, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Fanny Bryce and Hanley Stafford star as Baby Snooks and Daddy in a Halloween show from 1946. But first, it's movie Jeopardy! Lisa Wolf Trebek will play audio clips from popular movies. I'll try to name the movie while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? That's right, Carl. So we're going to have a little fun with Halloween. And now that I'm looking at my list, there might be movies or maybe some television mixed in. You just never know. Yeah. Might be sprinkled in there. Okay. Uh, you know, take a little a little liberty. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have fun with some classic Halloween movies or TV specials. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. uh, we're in the month uh, of Halloween, October. We sure are. And uh, we're playing like Halloween programming all month long. Uh, yeah. That's a, kind of a special month. Yeah. I know. Who doesn't love Halloween? Oh, gosh. Don't I bought a pumpkin it? today. That's I have. Uh, I bought a pumpkin today. Yeah, I bought one already. A few of Did them. <laughs> they have a nice display. I'm jewel or Trader it. Joe's. I'm gonna carve it and everything. Yeah, we do that with yeah. like some seeds. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I have a white one too. I feel like you'd have white that. pumpkin. Yeah, I have orange and white. No. Oh, I have an orange one. Yeah, That's it's it. nice. <laughs> like a regular pumpkin. That's yeah, it. They have orange ones. Anyways, <laughs> here's your first classic Halloween something. Can I have an extra piece of candy for my stupid brother? He couldn't come with us because he's sitting in a pumpkin patch, waiting for the great pumpkin. It's so embarrassing to have to ask for something extra for that blockhead Linus. Yeah. Yes. I got five pieces of candy. I, I mean, got a chocolate this bar. This was the best I thing growing up. Yeah, so Everybody I can watched. tell that those are actual kids. Those mm-hmm. are not adults playing kids. That's right. And they didn't always do that on the um, on the Charlie Brown cartoons. Right. They sometimes had adults, but that those are kids. I can tell. Uh, that is the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And, and you know what reminds me of that is correct. You know how we always talk about back in the day and everybody would gather around the radio? Yeah. And that's what we used to do in the 60s. Oh. We'd gather around the television Let and watch the great pumpkin, when Charlie Brown. When there was a Charlie Brown coming right. out, oh my That was goodness. really important. It's not like we could stream it and watch it anytime we wanted. So no. it was a one-time were, special and we were glued you were to it. You glued to Channel 7 or whatever it was, yeah, ABC. Yeah, it was on CBS, oh, actually, CBS, I Channel, believe. Channel 2. 1966 we is when it wow. came out based on, of course, the comments. Right. And um, the original sponsors were Coca-Cola and Dolly Madison. Yeah, I remember Dolly Madison Mm -hmm. for sure. All right. Here's your next one. Wednesday, 
Let us ransom you from the power of the grave. Tonight, O oh death, let us be your plague. Mama. Fest her Adam, seoli chorus. I love Halloween. I do too. Yeah, I just love being scared. So much fun. I feel that he's near. So, okay, that Fest is the Adams. Adams. Family. It sure is. Now, this is the film, yeah, the film. that came out Angelica in Houston. With Angelica Houston, exactly. Yeah. And um, um, right. Raul. Raul, Julia is yeah. Gomez, yeah. and Christopher Lloyd was yep. Uncle Faster. Yep, yep. You, yep. A lot of, of fun. Good stuff. All right, here's the next one. Oh, come on. Don't go yet. Hey, guy, come on. We're simpatico here. Look at us. Huh? We even shop in the same store. Hey, hermano. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, look, come on. We're like peas in a pod, the three of us. Let's face it, you want somebody out of the house. I want to get somebody out of your house. Come look. We've been to Saturn. Hey, I've been to Saturn. Uh, you recognize well, that voice? Yeah, it's the Same guy works. who played Batman. The very first yes. guy who played Batman. That's right. Um, I had him myself. Mr. Mom. That's Mr. right. Mom that's too. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton. That's right. Yeah, so that's... um. Be, uh, be something, Bialabi, Biajabab, or something. Bialystock. <laughs> um, uh, be you're, something. You're right. Be. Yes, it is B. Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, nineteen eighty-eight, directed I don't, by Tim Burton. I didn't get Burton. that then, right? No. I'm going to give you a half for the B. Half? B. You said B I Y. So I, so I don't have a ding that could be a half. Just so a I'll, really fast. So I'll do no, that. No, no, no. Just and get then a half a ding. So one each. All right. All right. So of course it had Alec Baldwin <sighs> what is it? and Gina Davis. What is it? Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. I never <laughs> saw I never saw this movie. I, it's a lot of fun. Is it? It's very Halloween-y, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the next movie. He's so mysterious. Yeah. Do you imagine those hands are hot or cold? <laughs> and just think what a single snip could do. Or undo. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie. Oh, oh. The guys and I were talking. Now, we'd like to invite you to our card game Friday night. Would you like that? Only thing is, you can't cut. <laughs> I, I there know you that. go. Come on, everything one. is a clue. So that's Edward Scissorhands. Yes, it is. I gave you so many clues yeah, in that clip. Uh, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Mm-hmm. Wow, very cool. I know you yeah. haven't seen it, but it's it's a I, lot of fun. I think Did I you? might have seen okay. it a long time ago. I mean, yeah. there's Winona Ryder yeah. and Diane Weiss. It, Anthony Michael Hall, I know you like him. Yeah. So it's great. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. All right, here's the next comedy. Talk about telekinetic activity. Look at this mess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Raymond, look at this. Ectoplasmic residue. Harold Ramis. You interviewed. That's right. It's the real thing. I think he wrote this, too. It was written by Harold Ramis. Analyze it. There's more over here. And starring. You know, well. this is such Whoa. a great movie. I know. The original, really 1984. Yeah. I don't know about, I didn't see the sequels, but no, this, this is, is the one. It's just an amazingly terrific movie. I agree. On every level. Nothing like it. Ghost Ghostbusters, uh, written and by Dan Aykroyd. And the song, Atwright too, was so Ramis. great. It was so like number great. one. Yeah, we play it often in, in everything. All right, one more to go. Last one. Uh, uh, hi. Man, perfect first impression. What a jerk! Do you hear those shrooms? The only it's computer generated imagery creates the ghosts. 
So, the only thing I can think of is Casper the Friendly Ghost. That's right. Oh, it's wow. Casper, wow. which is based on the yeah. cartoon Casper the Friendly Ghost, 1995 comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. But, a, so, oh it was like gosh. a live action, but then they had computerized ghost of it Casper. It was computer-generated imagery of ghosts, and that's what you were hearing. All right, so, I got swishes. almost all you of them. You really did. I'm going to give bad. it to you. All this right. It's a great start I'll for take Halloween. It. I'll take it. Our Halloween episode. Yeah. I tell you what, you are not going to want to miss the radio show we're starting out with tonight. It is Baby Snooks and Daddy, a Halloween show that will have you rolling on the floor. Stick around. That's coming your way after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. More Hollywood 360 after these. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Adam West was talking to himself there. Right. There's a lot of Adam West. Fanny Bryce of Ziegfeld Follies fame. She uh, she played a mischievous little girl in her 40s, but she was in her 40s when she did that. The girl was like maybe six, right? Little girl. Baby Snooks. And it first went on the air in 1944. The Baby Snooks and Daddy Show is one of the nation's favorite situation comedies. Hanley Stafford was absolutely perfect as Snooks' long-suffering, often cranky father, Lancelot Daddy Higgins. The scripts were by a stable of writers and overseen by the great Philip Rapp. And uh, Bryce was portrayed on the Broadway stage by Barbara Streisand. Of course, we know that in the musical Funny Girl, and uh, in its uh, 1968 film adaptation for which Streisand won an Oscar. You haven't seen that movie in so long. I should go back and watch it. We have a terrific Halloween uh, Baby Snooks and Daddy show for you. It's the day after Halloween, so it's a little bit in flashback. Sponsored by Jell-O. Daddy gets into a Halloween feud with a neighbor, and Snooks is no help. Here's Fanny Bryce in part one now of the Baby Snooks and Daddy show. J-E-L-L-O Jell-O in those six delicious flavors Jell-O puddings for old-fashioned homemade goodness Bring you Baby Snooks (laughs) 
Yes, it's the Baby Snooks Show, starring Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks with Hanley Stafford as Daddy, Carmen Dragon and his orchestra, and yours truly, Harlow Wilcox. And brought to you each week by Jell-O and Jell-O Pudding. Well, I guess I don't have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that last night was Halloween. I don't know what you did, but here's what happened in the Higgins home. The family was just finishing dinner. Mommy, please can't I go? No, you may not. Snooks, I've told you a dozen times you can't go out tonight. But it's Halloween. I know it. <laughs> That's why you're staying home, so you can't get into any trouble. But all the kids will be out. Snooks. <laughs> you heard your mother. The subject is closed. Can we open it just a tiny little bit? No. Tonight of all nights, I want to spend a quiet, restful evening. Why? Because there's a doctor coming over at 9 o'clock. He's going to examine me for insurance. Do you think he'll find any? Very funny. More chocolate cake, Lancelot? No, thanks, dear. Not with the doctor coming. At my age, it doesn't pay to stuff myself. I want some chocolate cake. <laughs> Snooks, you've had three pieces. Do you really want some more? Yeah. At my age, it don't make any difference. <laughs> yes, I think I'll go in the other room and lie down. I've had a hard day, and I'd like to relax a little before the doctor gets here. Go ahead, dear, and I'll clear off the table. Oh, boy, that couch looks good. Daddy. What is it? If I promise to stay in front of the house... No, please. no. <laughs> now, please leave me alone. I'm going to take a nap. But it's Halloween outside. <laughs> it's Halloween inside, too. And you won't get into any trouble. Uh. Now, I want no further discussion on the subject. Yep, this couch was the best buy I ever made. <sighs> I could sleep for a week if my nerves had just let go. Hope it doesn't show up in my blood pressure. <sighs> Boo! Huh? Oh, what's the big idea, Snooks? I put on my Halloween mask. Ain't it pretty? <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Now, can't you go away and let me sleep? The doctor will be here in an hour. Perhaps you don't understand how important this is. Perhaps I don't. Well, it's not myself I'm doing it for. It's for you and the family. Insurance is protection. If anything happens to me, you'll get a lot of money. How much? Oh, maybe $10,000? Daddy. What? Can I have a dime in advance? No. You've already had your allowance this week. I'll give you the dime back, dear. When? When I get the $10,000. Snooks, I don't think you know what you're saying. You only collect insurance if something happens to the insured. What could happen? Why, hundreds of things. And there's a different type of policy to cover each one of them. Mm -hmm. Life, health, accident. Why, you could even insure a finger. My little finger? Why, yes. Suppose you lost your finger. <laughs> How can I lose it? It's stuck on to me. <laughs> I didn't mean you'd leave it lying around somewhere. But suppose you accidentally cut off your finger. Yeah. What would happen? I could only count up to nine. <laughs> no. You could collect on it. Let's say it's my finger. Yeah. 
If it should happen to get cut off, the company would pay a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars for your little finger? Yes, sir. Let's cut it off. Snokes, please go away and let me sleep. My blood pressure's bad enough. Can't the doctor fix it, Daddy? This doctor isn't coming here to fix things. He's coming here to look me over. Whatever he finds wrong, he'll report to his company. I don't like that doctor. Why not? He's a snitch. He's not a snitch. He is, so he's a dirty old me, no dirty old snitch. Oh, Snokes, for the love of heaven, leave me alone. Go away. Mm, where? Anywhere. All right, I'll go outside. No, you don't. Go someplace else in the house. I'm trying to take a nap. I want to take a nap. Well, now, that's a good idea. Yeah. Suppose you run up to your bedroom and lie down. No, I want to lie next to you on the couch. You can't. <laughs> I want to lie next to you on the couch. Oh, all right, all right. I suppose it's the only way I can get some rest. Well, come on. Lie here next to Daddy and go to sleep. All right. Good night, little Daddy. Good night. Daddy. Yes? I think I got insomnia. Well, just lie here quietly and don't disturb me. All right. Daddy. What is it? What's insomnia? Listen, Snooks. If you can't fall asleep, count sheep. Little woolly sheep? Yes. With big brown eyes? Yes. I don't like sheep. <laughs> well, count kangaroos jumping over a fence. <laughs> I like kangaroos better. Oh, good. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-four, twenty-five. All right, let's have it. What happened to 14, 19, and 23? They tripped. <laughs> that settles it. Snooks, if I hear one more peep out of you, I'm going to take my belt off. And you know what'll happen then? Mm-hmm. Your pants will fall down. <laughs> no. I'll give you a tanning, that's what. Now, either you let me take a nap or suffer the consequences. But, Dad. Not a sound. But, Dad. Now, you I heard just... me. Oh. Don't even open your mouth. I could get more rest in a boiler factory. Oh, just to close my eyes for 15 minutes. Oh, for Pete's sake. I didn't do it. Well, go and see who it is. All right. Hi, Snook. Oh, hello, Phoebe. Can you come out for Halloween? Shh. Not so loud, Phoebe. My daddy's asleep on the sofa. But all the kids are outside. Why don't you ask him? I did ask him. He won't me. Shall I ask him? No, you'll wake him up. Can't you see he's asleep? Well, what's he doing sleeping so early? He's waiting for a man to come and see him. About what? About cutting off his little finger. <laughs> Gee, he don't snore like my daddy does. Oh, sometimes he snores. Sometimes he even whistles. Does he talk in his sleep, too? Yeah. <laughs> does yours... No, that's what makes my mother so mad. He just mumbles. <laughs> Poor, tired little daddy. Don't he look pretty sleeping on a couch? Yeah, I guess we better not wake him up. No, I wouldn't wake him up. I wouldn't wake him up for anything in the whole world. Oh, for goodness sake! I give up. Did you have a nice little rest, daddy? Great. 
With you two kids jabbering in my ears? Maybe you wanted me to wake you up, but I wouldn't do it. I just wanted to know if Snooks could come out, Mr. Higgins. It's Halloween. All right, all right, go ahead. Shoo, both of you. Get out of the house. Come on, Snooks, before he changes his mind. All right. Bye, Daddy. I should have done that an hour ago. Maybe I'd have gotten some rest. Now I'm so wide awake, my nerves are screaming. Lancelot, was that you yelling? Yes. My defense has just collapsed. I held out as long as I could, but I'm only human. What do you mean? I let Snooks go out. Oh, well, it is Halloween, after all. Maybe it's for the best. It's not for the best. Every Halloween is the same thing. Life and property aren't worth two cents with those kids chasing around the streets. What do you plan to do about it? Eliminate the holiday? No, but I can teach our daughter a lesson. You see this mask I'm wearing? Oh, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Great. Well, maybe the mask isn't so bad, but when I put on these false tusks... Oh, Lancelot, that's horrible. <laughs> Pretty frightening, isn't it? Well, you wait here. I'll be back in ten minutes. Where are you going? Out to teach those kids a lesson. I'll give them such a scare, they'll never want to go out on Halloween again. Oh, man, this is just great. Uh, baby Snooks and Daddy, you know, it's, the, uh, it's just a tragedy that there are so few of these shows in existence. It was on, and it was a top ten show every year. It was on the air for like ten years. She passed away really young, like in her 50s. Um, but the show when she was alive, um, Fanny Bryce mm-hmm. as uh, Baby Snooks, it was such a popular show, such great writing. Philip Rapp, who created the Bickersons and was the head writer on this show, just a genius. Um, this particular episode is um, is great. We've aired it before. I recently got a better sounding copy closer to the master, thanks to Doug, my buddy Doug out in... Uh, in Redding, California, he had it. And I got to thank you, Doug, um, so we can play a much better sounding quality. I was really excited about playing Baby Snooks and Daddy for our listeners. All right, we'll get back to it in just a minute here. Lisa Wolf, Bubble Bath Costella's here. We've begun our Halloween programming. We'll be right back. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co host in total you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month become a classic radio club member at classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator log on to classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 that's 815-900-7535 more Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right, we're back. Hey, before we uh, get back to Baby Snooks and Daddy, real quick, I'd love everybody listening to check out our Kickstarter page. We have a Bold Venture Kickstarter page. You can just Google Bold Venture Kickstarter. 
to read about this amazing radio series that Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall starred in. And it is our preservation effort to save the entire series, all 78 episodes, including 18 lost episodes that haven't been heard in over 70, Lisa, 70 years. And these are going to be, uh, hopefully, if we hit our goal at Kickstarter, transferred, in, professionally transferred. They will be in absolute pristine sound quality. And those who help us get to our goal will get these shows as part of of the preservation effort. So you can you can own all 78 Bull Venture radio shows on 39 CDs or via digital download. Our listeners have been so kind and yes. generous and supportive, and we've had over 100 um, supporters uh, that have helped us reach our goal. I know how far are we to the goal. We're 30% to the goal. Which is really amazing. It how is. long has the Kickstarter 15, been About there? two weeks. Okay. So we have a few more weeks. Right. So we need about 200 more people, I think, will get us to our goal. Mm-hmm. So, um, folks, I would just like you to go and read about it because it's yeah. really fascinating reading about this Bull Venture series and how every network wanted to get Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall to star in a radio series, but they always said no until the great Frederick W. Ziv, the most prolific radio producer of all time, um, convinced them to do this series. What's also fascinating is if you go online to the Kickstarter, you can see a video of actually the transfer and how that takes place and hear an audio sample of the one that you've actually transferred, Yeah, and you'll realize the quality is of the utmost. It's it's absolute pristine. It's like they're standing right next to you when right. you hear it. It sounds like it was recorded today. And really quick, and this will all be at the site, and, and as I said, you can just Google uh, Bold Venture Kickstarter or go to our uh, our website, Hollywood360radio.com, and there'll be a pop-up, and you can just click on Bold Venture. But check the site out. Uh, of course, we'd love you to pledge something towards this preservation effort. But I have been chasing this uh, library of uh, Frederick W. Ziv. It's not just Bold Venture. It's all the Boston Blackie episodes. It's I Was a Communist for the FBI. It's uh, the Cisco Kid, the Easy Aces, um, Favorite Story, just tons and tons of shows that he produced. And if this works, if we can uh, transfer all of the Bold Ventures, we're going to move on to Boston Blackie. And these are Ziv's personal master private discs that were in a controlled uh, warehouse, a temperature-controlled warehouse for over 70 years. They're pristine. And uh, read all about it, really and truly. Go to our Kickstarter page. You can go to our website, hollywood360radio.com. There'll be a pop-up that says Save Bold Venture, and you can click it, take you right there. Or just just Google Bold Venture Kickstarter. I would love all of our listeners. And and you were right, Lisa. Those hundred people so far, I think it's 101 people that have pledged to get us to our goal. Most of them are our listeners. And I cannot thank you enough. So we need more, though. We need more help. And here's the other thing. If you're going to say read all about it, you have to say it right, Carl. Yeah. Read all about it. There you go. Okay. Better. So do Google. <laughs> please do Google. Uh, Bold Venture Kickstarter, and read this fascinating story about Frederick Ziv and what we're trying to do to preserve and save his entire radio library of about 10,000 radio shows. It's an amazing find. And, of course, if we do this, they're going to be 
They're going to be provided to the people that uh, helped us get to that goal. All right. We're listening to Baby Snooks and Daddy, a great Halloween show. Here's the conclusion. Come on, Snooks. Whose doorbell shall we ring first? Let's ring this one right here. Okay. Put on your mask and I'll sit on my broom. Go ahead. Ring it. I did. Someone's coming. Trick or treat! Trick or treat! Well, well, if it isn't two little goblins on my doorstep. How, Mr. Wilcox? What's this trick or treat business? Well, you gotta treat us to something. Now, we'll play a trick on you. Yeah. You know, I sort of suspected this might happen tonight, so I've got a treat all ready for you. Come on inside. Here it is, kids. Right on the table. Oh, boy, I'm yellow. With cream. <laughs> a little piece of fruit inside. Ah, that's a jello Halloween special. <laughs> Snooks, that looks like a dish of sunshine all dressed up, doesn't it? And just taste that wonderful flavor. But hey, don't eat so fast. That's the famous locked-in Jell-O flavor, you know. Sealed in by a special process so it's safe and sound till your first big spoonful. Makes you think of the real ripe fruit, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I can't think of a thing I like better than a dish of Jell-O, can you? Yeah, another dish. Well, I'm afraid that'll have to do for now. When the sugar shortage is over and there's lots of Jell-O again... You come around, and I'll give you each six dishes. One of each of the six delicious Jell-O flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. How's that? Oh, boy. And now, if you two goblins have finished goblin, just put a mark on my door and leave me alone for the rest of the night, eh? Thank you, Mr. Wilcox. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, kids. Happy Halloween. Well, who's next? Let's try the house on the corner. Okay, come on. Hello, Snook. Hiya, Phoebe. Who are you? It's me, Roger. (laughs) You didn't recognize me with this pumpkin on my head, did you? (laughs) Gee, is that a real pumpkin? Sure. Ain't it uncomfortable? Well, it was a little warm at first, but it's better now that I put the candles out. (laughs) Hey, come on, let's go down to the drugstore and see what we can get. Yeah. Well. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. What's the matter? I saw something move behind that tree. It looks like a man. No, it's an animal. It's got big, long teeth sticking out of its mouth. Oh, I'm scared. Here he comes. Move for your life. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Little children should be home in bed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that ought to teach him. Hey, what's the big idea, bud? Huh? Haven't you got anything better to do than to go around scaring kids? Look, friend, I suggest you mind your own business. One of those kids happens to be my daughter. Well, one of those kids happens to be my son. And I don't like any overgrown ape with false tusks running around scaring him. I did it for their own good. Every Halloween, those kids go out and get into trouble. Besides, I don't like your attitude. Oh, you don't, huh? No. Say that again. I don't like your attitude. Next time, try scaring somebody your own size. So long. Oh, what's this? Ah! My teeth! Oh, they're the false ones. <laughs> oh, Daddy. What are you lying in the gutter for? I tripped and fell down. Gee, that's funny. Now, what's funny about it? You must have tripped just when that man hit you. You tell me something. Who was that man? That was Mr. Hopkins, Roger's father. Where does he live? Right down the corner. Why? Never mind. Come on. 
Any man who punches your father does so at his own risk. Why didn't you sock him back? Because I've got a brain in my head, that's why. Suppose I did punch him back. With the tremendous power I generate, I could easily have broken my hand. Nine chances out of ten, the hand wouldn't have healed straight. Mm -hmm. And there I am, faced with the prospect of never playing the piano again. Oh, but Daddy... What? You don't know how to play the piano. Mind your own business. Pick up that rock. All right. Here. What are you writing? Oh, just a little note. A little note? Yes. I'm going to throw a scare into that bully. Now, do you see that window in Hopkins' living room? Mm -hmm. The one that's open? Yeah. Well, I take the rock, thusly. Mm -hmm. And I attach the note with a rubber band, thusly. And I draw back my arm, thusly. And with uncanny accuracy, I toss it through the open living room window. Thusly. <laughs> yes, my aim isn't what it used to be. Come on, let's get home. That was fun, Daddy. Uh, don't say anything about it to your mother. Well, come on, we'll just sit in the living room as though nothing happened. What did it say, Daddy? What? The note you tied to the rock. Oh, I just thought I'd worry him a bit. He won't figure that one out in a hurry. All the note said was, guess who? <laughs> That's a good one, Daddy. <laughs> yes. Was well, pretty clever. What was that? It's a rock. It came through the window. And there's a note on it. What does the note say? It says, who? Uh-huh. Wants to play, does he? Well, two can play at this game. Can three play? Yes, come on. Lancelot, what happened? What was that? Good heavens, who broke our window? Vandals, Vera. Irresponsible hoodlums. A law-abiding citizen like me hasn't a chance on Halloween. Where are you going? Out to chase him away. Let's go, Snooks. Now, quiet, Snooks. Inch your way forward a little. Daddy. What? I'm tired of crawling on my stomach. This is the way they do it in the army. If you don't want to be seen, you crawl forward on your stomach. Yeah, but not down the middle of the sidewalk. <laughs> the idea is that we don't want him to see us from the house. What are we going to do? I don't know yet. Oh, wait. I've got it. You see this gate here? Mm-hmm. See the garage over there? Yeah. Well, if Mr. Hopkins wants to use this gate tomorrow morning, he's going to have to climb up on the garage to do it. You're so smart, Daddy. You can say that again. You're so smart. Never mind, never mind. Let's go to work. Home, sweet home. Gee, that gate looked funny up on top of the garage. <laughs> yes, it did, didn't it? <laughs> but I don't want you to get the wrong idea from all this. Mm -hmm. Certain things are merely mischievous pranks. Others have a purpose behind them. Understand? No. Well, let's put it this way. Your daddy has never been a believer in a policy of appeasement. Neither have I. Oh, that's the way I like to hear you talk. What does appeasement mean? 
Well, when someone strikes you and you don't strike back, that's appeasement. How do you like that? What? I've been appeasing you and Mommy for years. Well, off to bed with you, Snooks. After the gate episode, I don't think we're going to hear from Mr. Hopkins again tonight. I want to stay up and see what else next happens. Rest your pretty little head. My pretty little head? Well, your little head. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen next. Our friend Mr. Hopkins has shot his bolt. Hmm. Did you hear something, Snooks? Yeah. What was it? I don't know. The windows seem to be okay. Oh, that must be the doctor. Go answer the door, Snooks. All right. Can't answer the door, Daddy. Oh, why not? There ain't no door to answer. What? No door? It's gone. That does it. He wants trouble. All right, he'll get all he's looking for. I got it. A brilliant idea. Run into the kitchen, Snooks. And get some hamburger, a pail of water, and your mother's flat iron. What do you want with your... Now, don't ask questions. Just get them. All right. Now, before I pay a visit to Mr. Hopkins, I'm going to prepare a little reception for him in case he returns. First, this rope stretched across the front stoop and up over the trellis. Hurry up, Snooks. I'm coming, Daddy. And now another rope stretched this way. Here you are, Daddy. Oh, thanks, Snooks. Now I just put the flat iron up here... And the bucket of water goes up on this side. Get the fiendish ingenuity of it? No. Well, if an unexpected visitor, say Mr. Hopkins, walks across this side of the porch, he gets the flat iron on his noggin. On the other hand, if he trips the rope on this side, he gets a refreshing bath of aqua pura. Who gets the hamburger? I think this hamburger will interest some of the many dogs in our neighborhood. To arms, Snooks. The Higginses ride again. Yeah, let's go to the dogs. Gee, <laughs> Daddy, I bet we got 50 dogs following us. Well, quit patting them. Just keep dangling that hamburger. And stop nibbling at it. Come and have a little taste. Well, what do you want to eat raw hamburger for? I just want to find out what they see in it. You'll find out when we toss it through Hopkins' front door. Well, come on, there's the house. Now, here's the strategy, Snooks. One of us knocks on the door. When the door opens, the other one throws the meat inside. The dogs follow the meat, and Hopkins' living room becomes a bedlam. You got it? Uh-huh. We throw the meat inside. That's right. And Hopkins' living room becomes a bedroom. Not bedroom, bedlam. What's a bedlam? Never mind. Go up and knock on that door. All right. Now run, Snooks. Here, Hopkins, some groceries. And now back to Halloween in the Higgins home. Mummy is on the telephone. What's that, Mrs. Hopkins? Oh, but that doesn't sound possible. You mean you were sitting in your living room minding your own business and my husband threw a pound of raw hamburger in your face? Oh, really, Mrs. Hopkins? My husband wouldn't do a thing like that. Well, it's probably just another Halloween prank. Well, I don't know what you're complaining about. You should see my house. Windows broken, the front door gone, and the door... <laughs> Good heavens, I've got to hang up, Mrs. Hopkins. A strange man just staggered in here and fell unconscious at my feet. 
Oh, get me a doctor. Who are you? I'm the doctor. <laughs> the insurance doctor. You poor man. What happened? Somebody hit me with a flat iron. Oh, dear. Oh, here comes my husband. He'll help you. Oh, what's the trouble, Vera? What happened, Mummy? Oh, Lancelot, this poor man is the insurance doctor. Somebody hit him with a flat iron. A flat iron? Shocking. <laughs> oh, Daddy, that must have been the iron. Hey, Snooks, run into the kitchen and get the doctor a glass of water. Oh, my head. Okay, Doctor. Up we go. <laughs> On your feet. Uh -huh. How do you feel now? A little wobbly, thanks, but I guess I'll be all right. Are you Mr. Higgins? Yes. Would you prefer to skip the examination for tonight? No, as long as I'm here, I might as well get it over with. I'll get my bag. It's out in the car. Oh, fine. Oh, Doctor, look out for... <laughs> oh, the poor man. Lancelot, who put that water bucket up there? Vandals. Get out of the way, Snooks. I've got to drag the doctor back in. Oh, how do you feel, old man? Oh, my head. What's going on here? Here, drink some water. Give me that glass of water, Snooks. I didn't get it. Didn't get it? I told you to bring a glass of water for the doctor. Why didn't you get it? I was scared. Now, what could you possibly be scared of? There's a horse in the kitchen. A horse? Yeah. Ridiculous. What would a horse be doing in the kitchen? Eating the curtains. <laughs> Good heavens, there is a horse in the kitchen. Not anymore. He's coming right in here. Stand back, everybody. <laughs> Look out, Doctor. The horse is going to step on you. <clears throat> he did step on him. Oh, the poor man. I hope he carries insurance. <laughs> uh, He's gone Out the front door Are you Are you all right, doctor? Let me help you out Oh, what a house Help me to my car I want to go home Oh, sure, doctor I'm terribly sorry <laughs> He's down again Oh, what hit him? A rocket just came through the window Oh, another one, eh? And there's a note attached to it What does it say? It says, thanks for the dogs. Here's a horse on you. Why, that lowdown. Lancelot, what is this all about? What's going on here tonight? I'll explain it to you later, Vera. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's work to be done. Come on, Snooks. All right. What are we going to do this time, Daddy? This time, he gets the works. It's a little trick I learned in college called the sunken living room. It's fiendish in its simplicity. I merely climb a tree beside his house and drop the end of a garden hose down his chimney. And I turn it on? You guessed it. Snooks! Snooks, where are you running to? I can't talk to you now, Phoebe. I gotta call the fire department. What for? My daddy stuck head first in Mr. Hopkins' chimney. <laughs> He fell out of a tree. Well, what do you call the fire department for? To get him out. I don't think they'll come, Snooks, unless there's a fire. There is a fire, all right. Mr. Hopkins is building it in his fireplace. Oh, my.
you fought a feeling today. That's good. Oh, the doctor says my daddy will be all right in a couple of days. Yeah. As soon as they take the stitches out. <laughs> what? Oh, I'd love to come over and go waiting in your living room. <laughs> but I can't leave the house. My daddy won't let me. I don't understand it. But he says every time he lets me out of his sight, I get into trouble. <laughs> Ain't daddy's funny. <laughs> Well, Snooks has done it again. She's really wonderful. And we hope you'll be with us next week when Snooks gets going in another of her amazing adventures. Until then, remember Jell-O and Jell-O puddings. Snooks, uh, what do you say about Jell-O? Just a taste of Jell-O puddings or of Jell-O. And you know, it's the one and only J-E-L-L-O. <laughs> I like it. Be sure to listen to The Thin Man, which follows in just one minute. Heard in tonight's Baby Snooks show, starring Fanny Bryce as Snooks and Hanley Stafford as Daddy, were Arlene Harris, Ben Alexander, Frank Nelson, Georgia Ellis, Sarah Berner, and Robert Bentz. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. The Baby Snooks and Daddy Show, November 1st, 1946. What a great show. Fanny Bryce, along with Hanley Stafford, sponsored by Jell-O, is heard on CBS. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for this month in music history. And for this edition, it's all Halloween songs. See if you recognize this one. You like her. Katy Perry? No. It's Bloody Mary by Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga. From her album Born This Way, 2011. Wow, Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. Bloody Mary. We are not. Just art for Michelob. You hear her voice. You're good. You're really good at picking out songs, Lisa. I, I will give you that. Thanks, Carl. You're good at picking. I'm good a lot at picking things, right? Things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. More of Hollywood 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, a really, really interesting and scary episode of Suspense starring Brian Donlevy from 1946. But before that, we're going to need a caller to play Beat the Host. That's right. Halloween trivia questions. Mm. They're not too difficult. It'll be a lot of fun. Give us a call. 312-642-5600. Looking for caller number 11. 312-642-5600. Call now. Play the game. We'll see you soon.
Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.